أستاذ يوم الجمعة السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم وعرفات جزاك الله خيرا تو برادرز جنيد كان ان رياض حسين نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل لقدة باللسان يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما ألمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم منفعنا بما ألمتنا وزدنا إلما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Today is the day of Jumu'ah Friday, the 22nd of Rajab 1440, and we focus on Surah Saf, chapter number 61 of the Noble Quran. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states, Subhanallah, Maafis Samawati wa Maafil Ard. Everything in the heavens and the skies, the celestial creation, everything in the earth, all are glorifying Almighty Allah. All are singing the praises of Almighty Allah and saying, Subhanallah, 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 Bihamdihi. What is the meaning of Subhanallah? Almighty Allah transcends every weakness, every shortcoming, every defect. Me and you have shortcomings, limitations, weaknesses. Almighty Allah, for Him is everlasting glory and perfection. The only Khaliq, the only Creator, the only Malik, the real owner of the entire universe and creation. The only Ma'bud, the only Supreme Being worthy of worship. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, lima taquluna ma la taf'aloon? O oh, you who believe, why are you uttering and making and saying things and claiming things which you yourself are not doing? So that is hated and detested by all, Matthew Allah, Jalla This chapter surah is called Saf. Saf means to make a row. Inna Allah yuhibbul ladheena yuqatiluna fi sabilihi swaffa. Verily all, Matthew Allah, loves those people who fight in the path of all, Matthew Allah, swaffa. And they are well organized. They have their roles. And they are doing their making their roles. Just like that of the malaika and the angels. How you have a hierarchy in the angels. You have a hierarchy in the army. And they doing all this for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah. To display, Ya Allah, we do all this for your love. And we show our true dedication, devotion. Like a building that has been made firm and reinforced. Nabi Musa والسلام, Prophet Moses, peace be upon him, whose honorable name is mentioned 136 times in a noble Quran. 
Dead messenger, whose name is mentioned the most, he was dark in complexion. He asked his people, Lima tu Why are you causing me harm? Wakatta alamun, and you know very well, Anni Rasulullahi ilaykum, I am the messenger of all, Allah Jalla Today people wonder that how come seven billion people on this earth, but six billion are gone astray. Human beings love freedom. Human beings love to be the slave of their whims and fancies. So all Allah answers, When they, the human being, made the decision that they want to be deviated from the right path, the path which all Allah chalked out for them, they decided, no, we do not like the path of Rahman, the path of all Allah. They like the path of Shaitan and the Satan. When they deviated, all let them go astray and their hearts astray. Remember Isa salam. Isa, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, his honorable name mentioned 25 times in the Noble Quran. The son of Maryam, Sayyidah Maryam radiallahu anha's name mentioned 34 times in the Quran. When he addressed them, the Bani Israel, the Israelites, Inni Rasulullahi ilaykum lima min at-Tawrat. I have come to confirm the teachings of the Torah that was revealed to Moses, Nabi Musa, alayhi salam, wa mubashiram bi rasuli, and to give you the glad tidings of the final messenger. Meaning, wa Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam ya'ati min ba'dismuhu Ahmad and he will be the final messenger. His name is Ahmad sallallahu alayhi sallam. Ahmad means the one who praises Almighty Allah the most. This honorable name of the messenger Ahmad is mentioned once in the Noble Quran and Muhammad is mentioned four times in the Noble Quran. Today we know the Bible is interpolated, but yet I'll give you references from the Bible where you see the name and the prophecy made by Jesus, Nabi Isa salam, that there will be a final messenger. I'll give you a few references. Muhammad is mentioned by name in the Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon is in the Bible, chapter 5, verse 16. The Hebrew word used there is Muhammadun. The end letters I am is a plural of respect and majesty and grandeur. Minus I am, the name would be Muhammad, translated as lovely in the authorized version of the Bible or the praise one. So it shows that Muhammad is mentioned in the Bible, Song of Solomon, and chapter 5, verse 16. And if you want other references, then I'm giving you all these references. Open Deuteronomy, chapter 18, verses 15 to 18. And you will see in Deuteronomy it's mentioned the valley of Paran. Paran. Paran refers biwadin zara'in. The valley where there is no vegetation, habitation, Makkah Mukarrama, and that is in Deuteronomy. So remember chapter 33, verse 2. So who was born in Makkah? Whose Milad Mubarak took place in Makkah? So it is in the Bible, but the word is used as Paran. 
Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 2. When you look at Matthew chapter 13 verse 31, you look at Luke, look at Luke chapter 20 and verses 9 to 18. So various places in the Old Testament, New Testament, you will find about the news and the glad tidings that Mustafa wasallam was, is, will always be the last and final messenger of all Allah and the most beloved to all Allah in the entire universe. Today what we see, يُرِيدُونَ لِيُدْفِئُوا نُورَ اللَّهِ بِأَفْوَاهِهِمْ Their aim with their media, their TV, print media, radio, whatever, majority of them is to extinguish the radiance and effulgence of Almighty Allah with their mouths and their media. وَاللَّهُ مُتِمُّ نُورِهِ وَلَوْ كَرِيَ الْكَافِرُونَ Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah will let Islam prevail and be victorious at all times, all places and is happening already. Go to the BBC documentaries and you will see the fall of the cross and the rise of the crescent. وَلَوْ كَرِيَ الْكَافِرُونَ Although the non-Muslims hate it. O oh, Muslim, get involved in a business with Allah. What is that business? We bring iman in all Mighty Allah and Mustafa sallam, and we strive in the path of all Mighty Allah. Then all Mighty Allah will forgive our sins, grant us Jannah, and wa masakina tayyibatan fi jannati adn, the palatial homes in the eternal Jannah. Zalik al fawzul azim. That is the supreme success. Wa ukhra. It means wa ni'matun ukhra. Another bounty to hibbunaha which you love. Nasrum min Allahi wa fathun qareeb. And that is the help of all Mighty Allah and a speedy victory. And all Mighty Allah says, Ya Yulladina Amanukunu Ansarullah, be the helpers of all Mighty Allah's deen. Today is the 22nd of Rajab in Makkah Mukarramah, Madinah Munawwara, Aqsa. MashaAllah, and in Makkah Mukarramah, remember today Sheikh Sudais will deliver the khutbah in Madinah Munawwara, Sheikh Huzaifi. And some people have this custom and tradition of Pir Kirpuri, Jafar Fatiha. This has no basis in Islam, it's not compulsory, it's not sunnah. It is a fabrication, in fact, so it has no place in Islam. So I will be today, inshallah, in Quwwatul Islam Masjid for the Jummah lecture, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan, Ustad. 17 minutes uh, after 5 Central African time, you are listening to As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. Ustad, let's go to, it says here, Ummi Radia. She says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. I have a two and a half year old baby. We are going for Umrah. I was told that he must adorn the ihram and I should make the intention for him. Does the ihram and umrah become compulsory on him when entering Makkah with us, Ustad? And at what age does he have to fulfill the rights of ihram and umrah? Going Remember that in a case like this, he doesn't have to wear ihram. He's just two and a half years old. So if he wears ihram, it's fine. If he doesn't wear ihram, it's fine. If he makes a tawaf, remember 
then he will get the reward and you the parents will also get the reward as Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned the hadith in Muslim Ahmad so therefore to say it's compulsory for your son or the, for your son or daughter or whoever two, three, four years old they must be ihram totally incorrect yes if they're eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years old they are on the verge of getting baligh and mature or they are mature then obviously that they have to wear the ihram but for small children like that is not compulsory someone is asking you ustad horse and to bet horse is halal or haram ustad remember betting of horses or donkeys or camels or whatever it is is falls under the category of gambling and gambling is condemned and haram and unlawful in islam all forms of gambling interest are haram in islam someone is saying muftisab uh, why it's not permissible to eat hot cross buns in easter but in easter but can we eat it after the season ustad remember anything to do with other people's faith and has religious connotations that is not <clears throat> permissible for us all mighty allah jalla wala mentions ya ayyuhalladhina amanu la tattakhidhul yahuda wan nasara awliya do not take the Jews, the Christians, to be your best of friends or your protectors. Ba'aduhum awliya ubad. They are the friends of one another. And you can see what is happening in the world today. How many wars are being waged? How many lands are being stolen and occupied? The latest one is Golan Heights. So all this is happening. So they help one another. One side the Jews, one side the Christians, American president and so forth. So ba'aduhum awliya. Ya Ubad, minkum, whosoever befriends them, you like their system, their culture, you become part and parcel of them. Surah 5, chapter 5, verse 51. Hence, not permissible whether it is Easter buns or hot cross buns or whatever, whether it is Christmas or Easter, whether it is Diwali or whatever. Mustafa Habibuna the messenger of Islam, said, Authentic hadith in Abu Dawood and Mustad Ahmad. Man who imitates a people become part and parcel of them. And Sayyidina Umar, Amirul Mu'mineen, radiallahu anhu warda, the second greatest person to walk on this earth. Any person swears, curses, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Aisha, is out of the fall of Islam. That is the rank of Sayyidina Umar, radiallahu ta'ala an. He used to say, Ijtanibu a'ada Allahi fi idihim. Stay far, far away from the enemies of Allah during their festivals. So any festival of the Jews, of the Christians, of the Hindus, of the Buddhists, any faith besides Islam, we as Muslims cannot participate and we can't be eating their food and whatever that has religious connotations. Somebody is asking a youngster, Ustad, is a student from Vats. Uh, Mufti Sab, could you please explain the permissible and impermissible of reading Salah with short sleeve garments, Ustad? Remember all, Allah, my young brother, in Vats, you must consume Convince your colleagues they invest because today the trend is people always look for shortcuts, people look for loopholes, and all Allah Jallawala is addressing this very question in a noble Quran, chapter seven, verse thirty one, chapter surah seven, surah araf, verse thirty one. 
يَا بَنِي آدَمَ خُذُوا زِينَتَكُمْ إِنْدَ كُلِّ مَسْجِدِ Oh, you who believe, take your beauty when you go to the masjid. If you have a meeting with a prime minister, president, will you just go with your techies and your t-shirt and your jeans? Nay, you won't go like that. So you will go respectfully dressed. So similarly, all Allah is saying when you go for salat, you go for prayer, you must go with your beauty. You must be respectfully dressed. Now people want to just go with their t-shirt and their skipper and some funny crazy clothing, sleeveless or short sleeves and so forth. So this is undesirable <coughs> and repugnant in Islam. Remember that the salat will be valid, but the reward will be much much, much less. Hence, we need to dress respectfully. And you youngsters who wear these t-shirts and when you go there into sajda and prostrating, the person behind you can see your crack. Are you crack that you want to go in salat and do these type of things? Yeah. So be very, very careful. Salat like that is null and void where your crack and your buttocks are exposed to people. Usan, my baby is seven months old and has very bad colic. Uh, he also doesn't sleep much and is very restless. Is there a dua I can read for trapped wind guests as well as for a peaceful sleep, Ustad? Remember all of you who have children, whether they are healthy, they are sick or whatever, so they are ill. So read Surah 46, verse 15. Chapter 46, verse 15, 1, 5. وَأَصْلِحْ لِي فِي ذُرِّيَّتِ O Almighty Allah, bring about reform, piety, goodness in my progeny and children. Insha'Allah, Almighty Allah will make your children the coolness of your eyes. Read Surah 25, verse 74. Ustad, we go to Sister Natasha, uh, and she says that, uh, Muftisab, I told my neighbors, uh, that's Natalie, about the kalima uh, that you taught me yesterday, and she says that uh, this was her response. Uh, from Natalie, no way in the Quran I found the first kalima. Do you think God forgot to mention it, or it is we who ignored the real kalima from the Quran and invented something for ourselves? The first kalima is called kalima tawhid, but with all honesty, Mufti Saab, I do not think that the first kalima is a kalima tawhid because it includes two entities, creator. Uh, and one of his creatures that is Allah and Prophet Muhammad. It is also a violation of the Quranic teaching when God says, do not make distinction among my messengers, and yet we pick one prophet and include in our daily prayers. It seems the Islamic world has abandoned and forgotten God's true message and started worshipping the messenger. Sister Natasha wants to know what should she tell Natalie Ustad. Obviously, when people have an agenda, then they will see things with the jaundiced eye as well. So Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah has taught us in the Noble Quran that فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا that he, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, is the one and only. So you must remember the only one worthy of worship. Simple that you tell her is an easy chapter in the Noble Quran. And you teach her that, that what Almighty Allah is teaching us. قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرُونَ Say, oh, say you, O oh Messenger, peace be upon you, that to the non-Muslims, لَا أَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ I don't worship what you are worshipping. وَلَا أَنْتُمْ عَابِدُونَ مَا أَعْبُدُ And you, you don't have to worship what I worship. 
So remember in the end of the day, if you don't want to, Lakum Dinukum Waliyadin, for you is your religion and for me is my religion. The mistake she's making is, and she mentioned it there, we are not worshipping the messenger of Islam. We say there is only one supreme being and he is Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. So remember that Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is that supreme being that we worship him and he Almighty Allah Jalla has mentioned various places that we should be worshipping him alone. As you can see in the Noble Quran, I'll give you the references. Fa'alam annahu la ilaha illahu that he Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is the only being that should be worshipped and you must remember very like the ayat I showed you now Kulyar Kafirun chapter number 109 as far as Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him goes so you must remember that he is the one the final messenger and this is enshrined in a noble Quran as well so you must remember that the messenger is the is the one who is the Khatam al-Nabiyyin the seal of the prophets and the messengers so we don't expect that every person we speak to about Islam will just embrace Islam you have to be objective mm. and I told you that when you remove the agendas then you will find the, the true message in Islam nevertheless the point I want to make is you should tell sister Natalie she should go to the BBC documentary and she should see that the, the rise of the crescent and the fall of the cross how come so many thousands and millions of non-Muslims are embracing Islam it's definitely not man-made. You must remember we have the Quran in its pristine purity 6,236 verses no addition no omission, nothing of that sort and you see the Bible has so many different versions and just today I gave you the lesson you need to show her all these verses in the Bible of Prophet Muhammad and I told you look at the Song of Solomon chapter 5 verse 16 you will find Muhammad's name is even mentioned there so you must remember and other verses also I quoted which you recorded so show her all that so just take a simple thing the Quran Sharif is the book of Almighty Allah the divine scripture in its pristine purity and remember 114 chapters and in no addition no omission but if you study the Bible you study Catholic Church you study the Protestant Church then they will tell you they have so many different versions of the Bible that even the virgins get confused. So I explained to her, La ilaha illallah, truly there is none worthy of worship. Remember that is Allah we worship. And Muhammadur Rasulullah, we do not worship Mustafa, the messenger of Allah, as any Muslim. Remember, he is our guide. How to practice the Islam when Almighty Allah teaches us do that. So who is the guide? For your driving, you need a guide. For your swimming, you need a guide. For your cooking, you need a guide. So messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him, is the guide for humanity, for posterity. So that is what Islam teaches nobody ever says that we worshiping Allah and we worshiping Mustafa if anybody says that from the Christian church or anywhere else then it is a fabrication and a concoction Mm. subhanallah subhanallah
half past five i see brother michael mashallah from washington dc he says a uh, very good answer uh mufti sab teacher mufti well answered that is from michael washington dc jazakumullah khairan ustad for that answer ustad uh, uh, let us go to uh vancouver this is brother ahmed he says mufti sab is the book bahjatul asrar about sheikh abdul qadir jalani reliable can you please give some references or start on this you must remember all the books of Pirani Pir, Hazrat Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahimahullah, are excellent books to read. However, you need to know three, four things. Pirani Pir, Sayyidina Hazrat Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahimahullah, belong to the Hanbali school. And his famous works are the Ghunyatul Talibin and so forth. And all these works that are attributed to him, sometimes what happens is because today people have a materialistic agenda and this is happening to many, many scholars, whether it is Ibn Taymiyyah, whether it is Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahimamullah, whether it is other great, great scholars, that you get people who are printing their books and then they add certain things as well. We call it mudraj in our Islamic terminology. So things maybe they have not written and remember other people add it. So we need to be very careful because people, they just print the books. If you go to Pakistan, India and these places, you know, there's no real copyright there. Anybody just goes and print the book. If they add one, two sentences, so many people will not even know about it. So therefore, we need to go to the original copies of these books here and see what is written and so forth. Yes, remember that Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahimahullah, Pirani Pir, was an imam of the Sawwuf. Today, the whole Qadiriya school, which thousands and millions of people are complying with, started with him. I went to his Mubarak grave also in Baghdad. So we must remember, we believe in the Allah and everything, but sometimes you will find some Masail there, which you are not really, you know, very, very familiar with. I just give you an example. If somebody tells us today that if you eat camel meat, if you eat camel meat, your wuzu is broken. So if you tell a Hanafi that, or you tell somebody, he'll be amazed. See, what you're talking? I'm eating halal and something, and you tell me my wuzu broke. But that is the humbly verdict. So if you find certain verdicts like this, now you can't go say, Allah forbid, that he has a mistake. No. Look at the scholar in which school he is following. And Hazrat Piran Epir, Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahimullah, is to follow the Hanbali school. So therefore, in those type of issues, you need to be circumspect and careful. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. 27 minutes uh, to uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, I see Mufti Sap, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the mornings he get all his wahi, subhanallah. <laughs> Don't say wahi, say, say inspiration. Inspiration, Maf, inspiration. I see Dr. Sap from White River. Uh, he wants the, uh, the, 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 po- uh, the podcast of that question. And I see also Clark's uh, Dopustad. They want the podcast of that Sister Natasha's question. Sister Natasha says that a message uh, from Marvin to you. Uh, please uh, say... Uh, teacher mufti that he uh, that he is not intelligent as you are <laughs> yeah. this is uh, brother marvin he says that he's not intelligent as you start you're very intelligent i mean i mean allah, allah keep us all intelligent brother marvin you keep on winning your court cases i mean i mean such so a last question here it says uh mufti, i'm very concerned about my dad as he is in a lot of debts he is a five times namazi he reads a lot of quran 
But because he does not work, he borrows money. Now all the people are angry with him. Is there perhaps a dua I can read for that? I can read on his behalf. What must I do, Ustad? This is a huge, a colossal mistake that the Ummah makes. We think Islam is praying, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, that we pray five times a day and we fast in Ramadan and so forth. But we are praying, P-R-E-Y, on the people. We take loans from them. We take credit from this one. We take from that one. And then we delay. We procrastinate. So obviously that is not Islam. So why we do all this? We want that wonderful, luxurious lifestyle. We want the best of cars, the best of computers, cell phones, TV, video, all these type of things. I just mentioned to you two hadiths. Oh, my brother, and think about it seriously. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam one occasion making dua and supplicating Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-kufri wa'd-dayn O Almighty Allah that I seek your protection from disbelief, blasphemy and deaths. The companions who were there, the students of the Master peace be upon him, they were astonished and amazed. So wait the dayna bil-kufri ya Rasul Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam you almost equating death with blasphemy? Qala na'am. The master, alayhi salam, said yes. And the hadith in Sunan Nasai. Second one. Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa hadith in Tirmidhi and Musnad Ahmad. Nafsul mu'mini mu'allakatun biduyunihi hatta tukda'anhu. No person enters paradise until and unless his or her debts are paid to the creditors and whoever. So see, brother, that you can't just say, I want the dua and supplication. You need to change your lifestyle as well and say, I will lead a simple life. There's no need for me to show off and keep up with the Jones. Lead a simple life, a sun-free life and a debt-free life. That is our message. Nevertheless, you want the dua. The dua is mentioned in Bulul Maram. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ghalabatiddain wa qahri rijal. Oh Allah, I seek your protection from the debts that are overpowering me, Waqahri Rijal, and the creditors that are applying pressure on me. But you change your lifestyle, my brother. Today is Jumu'ah, brothers. Read Surah Yasin, Surah Kahf, abundant durood, salawat, salutations upon Nabiul Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Go early to the masjid and give out charity. Make dua for the ummah at large. Barakallahu feek. Inshallah, Mawana Arafat, 10 o'clock, Nikah announcement. Inshallah. Inshallah, Inshallah, Inshallah. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam.